Did you miss us last week? No worries, because we're back to invade your ear holes for another week of wrestling talk. So some contracts were signed. Rollins channeled his inner Maury. Champions are going to clash, and we're ready to rock and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Chris the Heat Matthews. He's Gary G. Money Mun, and he's the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. And this is episode 60 of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. One, two, is this on? Well, let me talk to you. A little bit of the bubbly. Money, money, yeah, yeah. Ah! It's not hot! Carl had nothing. Oh, no. Oh, I'm, I'm still feeling a little weird from my flu shot. CVS. That free CVS flu shot. No, it wasn't a CVS one. It's um, I was on my way home, and I seen these two guys giving each other flu shots. Oh, so, nice. Um, at the gas station, yeah. So I just stopped and... Uh, Got one of theirs. All right. Yeah. They at least sterilize the needle first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have lighters. Yeah. Um, there it was. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey man, is this this the flu shot? And it's like, man, this will cure anything. So <laughs> I think it might be a cure for COVID too. I'm not sure, but it's got me feeling like a little weird. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for bearing with us over the last week. Um, I had some personal stuff come up, um, family stuff um, with family out of state. So it was uh, it was a bit of a rough week for me. So um, we did manage to get you the week three. Uh, fantasy bookings to get to at least you guys had something to listen to from us last week. Um, something easy and quick that we could put up for you guys. So appreciate y'all listening to that and voting. We will get to that a little later in the show and go over the poll result results for week two and week three. And we'll tell you who's in the lead. And of course we'll go through, we have our pay-per-views this week for week four and the person with the least amount of votes next week. will be singing some karaoke. Got a nice long list of randomize, and we got some real, uh, some real fun stuff on there. So, some bangers. Um, some, there's some bangers on there too. So. Um, before we get into the real nitty gritty here, um, we want to send out our deepest um, condolences to the family of Road Warrior Animal, um, who unexpectedly passed away this week. Um, we will take a brief moment of silence for one half of the legendary Road Warriors, uh, Road, War- Road Warrior Animal. May you rest in peace. All right. Um, it's very, very unexpected. So, um, so on the while we're on the topic of the Road Warriors, 
What's your guys' favorite Legion of Doom Road Warriors match? You would ask me that question like I have a fucking answer. I would. <laughs> do, you not, do you not know how young I am? It doesn't matter. You got um, the WWE Network. Yeah, I do, but WWE I do, but I couldn't even answer that question. I don't honestly know that I've like watched uh, enough of their matches to give that answer or even remember. I know it's watched from Russell. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it probably wasn't their their best match, but um, uh, when they took on Demolition, I was excited to see face paint versus face paint. Actually, I had the same answer. Is that or um during the Attitude Era when they were feuding with the um the New Age Outlaws? Had some pretty uh, you, matches. I think he just like uh, signing my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was pre that was pre LOD two thousand though. Was that New Age Outlaws? Yeah, wasn't that pre LOD two thousand? No, 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 no. They came. They came out. They came out. Remember, they won the um. The that battle roar or whatever, and then they became number one contenders, and then lost the new age outlaws. I thought. Um, yeah, well, that's we're talking about different times or something. Maybe I don't know. I'm thinking about when, like, when the outlaws like shaved off Hawk's mohawk. I want to say that's two LD two thousand. Is this like, it's like when they were um, like after they fired Sunny? I think so. It was when like the outlaws were trying to get into DX and they told them they had to do something like outrageous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's LD two thousand, right? Oh, uh, it was ninety seven. That sounds about right. Ninety seven, ninety eight. Oh, let's see. Yeah, December 7th, 1997. Pulling up a little video now. Maybe they'll show me their entrance. No, yeah, this is pre, um, yeah, this is pre 2000. How was it? Yeah, because they got the um, they're it's just regular animal hogs, so it's not like they're in the little short tights or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like LD two thousands when they brought in like draws and all that afterwards. So that's when they had like the different. Face well, that paint. was after that was after the uh, that was after they did the like whole um, hog drug addict alcoholic thing. Yeah, and they brought in. Draws, but I th- I thought like the the feud with New Age Outlaws was um LOD two thousand, but like I it might know, have been I too because I think they probably wrestled New Age Outlaws quite a bit during that time frame. Yeah, uh, LOD two thousand nineteen ninety eight to nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. So I was thinking of like prior to that with the outlaws. I think pretty much any match they have with the outlaws is pretty good. So. Yeah. Yeah, those are both pretty good tag teams. Sure. Da, 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 da. 
was it WrestleMania 20 or WrestleMania 14? Tag Team Battle Royal. Yeah, and then they, and they, they won that Battle Royal, and then I thought they riffed the New Age Outlaws like the very next review and all. But. Yeah, so they earned a shot at the tag titles, but did not win the gold. So then Sonny left, and then they brought in Draws. Their last appearance as LOD 2000 was on March 29, 1999, where they lost to Owen and Jeff Hart for the, or, yeah, Jeff Jarrett, not Jeff Hart. Owen Hart and Jeff Hart Jarrett. Good it's Lord, long, I can't read, the, man. The long, Jeff Hart. The long lost Hart brother. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Hart. Jeff Hart. Woo. He's, he's the real man, myth, and legend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they came back in uh, 2003 and lost to Rob Van Dam and Kane. Was that the, was that the, with Hawk or was that with Hayden Wright? That was, a, that was like before Hawk had passed away. And then Animal returned. 2005-2006 teaming with Heidenreich uh, it was such a terrible I remember Animal saying he was so against um, doing Legion of Doom or the Road Warriors with someone else he said it just didn't feel mm-hmm. right and he said no he said he had no it was no offense to Heidenreich it was just something that he didn't want to just something that he wasn't really comfortable doing yeah Yeah, I mean, I don't blame them. Yeah, they were arguing ever, like there, there's. What's have that? you ever seen the uh, the scaffold uh, scaffold match, uh, Garrett? Mm, I'm not sure what that is, so I would say no. It's a it's a scaffold match between um, um, the Road Warriors and uh, was it the Midnight Express? Probably. I want to say it was the Midnight Express. Yeah, it has to be Midnight Express because Jim Cornette uh, like blew out both his knees in it. You should watch that. Wait, was it was the Midnight Express or the new new Midnight Express? No, this was like the Ooh. old. It was like the new Midnight Express, but it was like the old new Midnight Express. <laughs> it was like the Bobby. He, Eaton. he, he hasn't read far enough in the notes yet. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> All right. Oh, good, good shit. That's, good shit. That's some good shit. Uh, all right. So, don't have much for housekeeping. Just be sure to follow us on any social media platform that we're on. So, Instagram at WrestleGetting Pod with two Ds. Twitter, WrestleGeddonPod with 1D. Facebook.com slash podcast with 1D. Um, you can also check out RedBubble.com. Oh, excuse me. RedBubble.com slash people slash podcast to pick up some of the podcast merch. And you can also find us on our new website, which you will be able to find all the episodes um, going forward. It'll be WrestleGeddonPod.captivate.fm. 
So it'd be a little easier for you to uh, find us there and listen all in one spot. So pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about that. New hosting platform, new um, new opportunities for us. We are ready to rock and roll with that. I'm excited. Yep. Woo! Or you can catch us uh, at the club. Arms posted up. Could he pull down? <laughs> Goodness gracious! What, what club are you going to? It's COVID, man. We will we like Zoom club? <laughs> <laughs> Zoom club. <laughs> Those Zoom DJs. Unless we go to Florida, then you know anything goes in Florida. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's some clubs open somewhere, like Texas or something. <laughs> All right. All right. You guys got anything else for a uh, follow up? A couple weeks. Um, I did last week, and then I don't know what it is now. So, or, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into the news then. Hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one 900 The plus side of us not recording last week, it was a really slow news week. Um, we do have some of that carried over into this week. I'll start off with uh, Jericho. Uh, pretty much is saying USA Network is behind the Wednesday Night War. Um, the demo god himself. It's freaking ridiculous because that's all we care about is the the demographics. Like, <laughs> good lord. Like, I don't give a shit about the ratings. Like, I'm gonna watch both shows regardless. And like Well, I think the- that's what he's saying is he's saying that uh that uh if um NXT was on a different night, they would would get better ratings because more people would watch it. Um, yeah. But he's saying what he was trying to get to or allude to was that if, uh, I guess, Raw, is like their lowest rating is like 1.5 million or something like that. And AEW's uh, highest rating is like 1.2 million. And so he his thing is if uh, if NXT wasn't on Wednesday night they would get that full audience and he's saying that USA is afraid that uh, uh, Dynamite would compete with Raw instead of NXT. <laughs> I just I I did like having NXT on Tuesday nights. Um, like the only other competition on Tuesdays is Impact, which Impact doesn't really count as competition because they don't near they don't even draw like half the numbers that NXT draws to begin with. But um, I it's one of those things. Like I can watch Impact, I can DVR it. It's the way that people intake like content now has changed significantly, significantly. Um, than it was like during the Monday Night Wars. Like it's not heavily tracked on data. It's um, as far as like Nielsen ratings. Like you got to take into account the amount of people like myself that DVR both shows and watch them later. Um, people who watch on Hulu, who watch on YouTube, who watch on the WWE Network. 
um, like so there's more people yeah. that are viewing the content it's just not all on like your traditional the traditional way of watching TV and that's I think that's the other thing that they're not looking at either as far as like the ratings go I think like the Nielsen ratings are I think are a little outdated Speaking of the WWE well, Network, I found the match, Carl. I'm watching it now. Just for you. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. AEW is developing a mobile game, which um it being described as like a GM type mode from like if you remember like some of the older SmackDown games that had the, the general manager mode in there, where you could pretty much book your shows and all the other fun stuff. Which is kind of like the game that I play now, which is um, Modern Mania Wrestling or 80s Mania Wrestling, uh, which are fun little booking games that have like parody wrestlers in there. So those are pretty fun. So I'm sure if AEW does something similar to that, I'd be interested in that. Yeah, we're pretty pretty AEW heavy with news this week. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Serena Deeb has signed a contract with AEW, so she is now all elite. Um, like any, I'm all for anything AEW can do to make their women's roster better. And adding does. Serena is definitely is a, a step in the right direction. Now all they need to do is sign Eva Lee and Diamante, and I think they're they're in a good spot. I mean, they keep they wrestle um, about every week, so they may as well be. Yeah, and they won that tag tournament, so they might as well just sign them if they haven't already. So I think it's ridiculous. So uh, <laughs> this one is kind of a little iffy here. Uh, so apparently, Jim Cornette can't stand Joey Janela. Joey Janela can't stand Jim Cornette. So as a couple weeks ago, Janela and Sonny Kiss, you know went to Twitter to get help with their tag team name. Cornette discussed this on his uh, weekly YouTube thing, and this brought out so many homophobic and just terrible-ass people, uh, which are probably all Trump supporters, just, like, dogging Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss with all these, like, terrible-ass, like, disgusting racist and homophobic tag team names and absolutely ridiculous so um joey janela and sonny kiss took exception to that and decided that they were going to um call themselves the new new midnight express yeah stick it to cornet uh but unfortunately cornet had a uh cease and desist cease and desist order sent to Janela, Kiss, and AEW over the name. So apparently, um, once Cornette found out that they were going to use that the Midnight Express as part of their tag team name, he finally decided to file a copyright claim on it. Yeah, but I mean, he it's the name of a movie, Midnight Express. Like he don't like that's not an original name. No, but I think in the regards of what they're using it for, like he can file like a trademark or. A, like a copyright on it. I mean, to me, it's. I mean, to me, it's kind of lame. Like, right. I don't know. 
Then honestly, I think for Janella and Kiss, I think that's a terrible name anyway. No, so all no, they're no, trying no, to do no, is no, just no, for them. I, I, for them, I kind of like the I like the name. Like, I don't think it. I don't think it's like a a gachi, um or anything like that. Like new new midnight express is kind of funny, but like uh, like cornet like a season assist. It's like come on, man. Like, right. You bitch about Vince McMahon and all this like bullshit he does, but that you turn around and do the exact same thing. Yep. Yeah, that's true too. Like Cornette bitches about everything every week. So I mean it's it's really to the point where people just listen to his show just to see what he's gonna say. You know, over yep. whatever topic it is. So it's like, oh, what's Cornette gonna say about retribution or you know, this, that, and a third. Oh, it's Cornette's reaction to them doing this. And like, we all know what Cornette's reaction is going to be nine times out of 10. He's going to hate it because Cornette is so freaking old school when it comes to wrestling that like he can't get behind anything that's different than what he's used to as far as like traditional wrestling goes. Oh, let's see. Well, uh, speaking of uh, Sunny Kiss. So I did a lot of Sunny Kiss research earlier because uh, I mean I was a little bored and I was curious. Uh, I didn't <laughs> realize Sunny Kiss wrestled in uh, Lucha Underground. Yeah, he was Exolicious. Yeah. Well, you didn't watch a whole lot and, of Lucha Underground either. So. <laughs> I watched uh, the beginning stuff of it. I didn't watch like. Yeah, he was in like a couple of the like from season. They brought him in like season three through season four because he he um tagged with uh pimpanella and um mascarita sagrada got you apparently he yeah. wrestled with like i guess he was going for like the uh the trios the, uh, titles. trios titles and i guess yeah, he was with, wrestling um, with evil east and sammy g at one point yeah they um so, had a big thing with him and uh, jack evans there's a, like yep, a great feud with him and Jack Evans, so that was awesome. I saw that too. Yeah, I was reading a bunch of stuff. And apparently, you can. Apparently, he's fine with calling him himself a he or a she. You can call him whatever. He doesn't yeah. care. And apparently, he's married to a man, which is also cool. Who's huh. he or she? Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss. Oh, he identifies as a he or she. Yeah, because yep. Jim Ross calls him like right. she every week. They they kind of like go back and forth like all of them yeah. call him he or she they go back and forth. It probably got to a point where like he just they so many people called him both that like he just probably doesn't even care. Yeah, so not, I thought he was just gay. He's not just gay. I I I have no idea. Fucking gay man. Everything. I know he's married to a man because I looked it up earlier. Yeah, I just thought he was like a gay man. Like, hey, I, all I know is he's got an ass that made Billy Gunn stop and take notice. I mean, yep. No. <laughs> I I personally like Sonny Kiss. Like, I think he's very yeah. entertaining. Is he one of like the greatest wrestlers in the world? No, but he's very entertaining to watch. So, I mean, he's he's got like a style that's like very different, you know. And I I do love. Like, I'm not a big Joey Janela fan either, but I love them together as a tag team. They just, they click yeah. and they gel so well together that they're 
like regardless if they're winning or losing the match, like they still put on an entertaining match, regardless of who they're in the ring with. Yep. Um, which like this week's dynamite, like they wrestled and they ended up losing, but they, it was still an entertaining match. Oh, uh, let's see what else we got. The only other thing I got that I forgot to put in here is uh, WWE is launching a series of wines. Oh my god, wine like the drink, like the drink. <laughs> is it so, coming in a box? <laughs> no, it comes in a bottle. <laughs> So if you go to www.wines.com, you can pre-order a Undertaker 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon, which is... (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And then there's a uh, Ultimate Warrior 2019 (laughs) Zinfandel. (laughs) And these are up for pre-order now. So, <laughs> I guess if you're a collector, <laughs> I'm kind of interested in this. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, the bottles, like the Undertaker bottle, actually looks pretty cool. The image that they have on here, it's got a uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're gonna collect it, maybe like it. But if you're like getting it to drink. <laughs> I'll drink it. I don't care. I'm an alcoholic. You man is going to like a, a fancy restaurant and they're like, yeah, the chef is turning this with the other ticket. <laughs> uh, I, I sent you guys the link so you can look at the uh, <laughs> you can see the design. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 uh, the only way only way I'll drink this is if they pair it with like house <laughs> nose cheddar cheese <laughs> get some house uh, 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 cheese curds <laughs> I don't know why this is this funny to me. <laughs> so this, the um, the descriptions for these for the Undertaker this is limited edition thirty barrel series to honor the Phenom's thirty year career. Each Undertaker bottle is marked with an individual bottle number as well as the barrel it came from. Oh man, I do. Like I said, I like the label that's on there. The label actually looks pretty cool. Um, Ultimate Warrior one. Each limited edition, individually numbered bottle also features one of three unique corks produced with different images and sayings from the Ultimate Warrior himself. Yeah, it's definitely a collector's item. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm still gonna drink it. Collect your wine <laughs> in the bottle. Why, um. Why the Ultimate Warrior though? Like, I don't know. Like that—that's kind of odd to me too. Like to me, to me, like if you're gonna make wine, like if you'd come out with like the Hunter Hearst Hemsley, <laughs> or uh, you know what I'm saying, or 
um, the William Regal or, you know, something, the brood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems like they're better choices than the, uh, <laughs> the Undertaker and Ultimate Warrior. So, uh, I mean, the Undertaker, choice. you know, pur- purple, you know, maybe, but like the Ultimate Warrior, just like totally like, yeah, Ultimate Warrior one. <laughs> God damn. So I'm looking at the, the mixed bottle pack that comes with mm-hmm. one bottle of each. Two mm-hmm. mixed bottles. One bottle of The Undertaker, one bottle of Ultimate Warrior. Pre-sale, $100 plus shipping plus tax. So these things are $50 a damn bottle. Yeah, dude. 30, 30 barrels is not a lot of barrels. <laughs> I'm just oh apparently the Undertaker glows in the dark. I just assume when if I get it the, if you can get it at the Angus Barn in like a few years. I just assume you guys stop hearing me after a while. Yeah, yeah. you kinda cut out. So. I figured. I was like talking and then like I didn't hear you guys weren't responding, so I was like, Yeah, it must be the fucking so you're the you're the one connoisseur on the on the show, Garrett. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? No, no, the I was wine? saying, I was saying, like the whole time, I was like, damn, I was like, man, these collectors are gonna have to buy three uh, Ultimate Warrior bottles just to get all three corks. That's not even guaranteed. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. So, shit, they might be buying like twenty bottles of wine. Honey, how's the war? I got the corks. My thing with this is they probably saw how well a little bit of the bubbly did and sold out, and they uh, decided they were going to uh, make some of their own, market their own wine. So. But if we're going to be honest here, I would rather buy champagne from Chris Jericho than uh, a bottle of wine that's got Ultimate Warrior on it. Just going to throw that much. I mean, I do, like I said, I do like the label for the Undertaker one. That's pretty much oh, they, it. The labels right. look really nice. Don't get me wrong. Well, the Undertaker what, what, one what? glows in the dark. Hey, what I'm the hell is this, man? Expertly waxed. That, Expertly that was the match? Wax. Carl, why did you make me watch this match? This is a fucking scaffold match. How many scaffold matches uh, have you watched in your lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Awesome. <laughs> Why is this dude got a big ass gold paddle? That's Jim Cornette. God, is that really? Oh my god. Yeah, it's this tennis racket. <laughs> Jim Cornette will carry a tennis racket to the ring with him. <laughs> and he'd hit people with it. <laughs> It was like every manager had like some sort of like item that they carried to the ring. Like Jim Cornette had a tennis racket. Mr. Fuji had a salt bucket or a cane. Um, Jimmy Hart know, had that fucking energy. Jimmy Hart had the megaphone. <laughs> Sonny had her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> that was Carl's favorite. <laughs> oh, man. So, all right. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for the news. I don't have anything else. 
Um, I see that's really like noteworthy. It's you know? of like multiple uh, AEW talent testing positive for COVID. <laughs> well, we'll eventually talk about it. Yeah, eventually. It's, at this point, it's like it's going to happen. So, right. um, all right. So we're <coughs> going to. We'll take a quick break, and then we will be back with our uh, Get in the Ring segments. We'll talk about some uh, the happenings over the past week, and then we'll give you our predictions for Clash of Champions. Yay. All right, so stay tuned, and we'll be right back. What's up, WrestleGeddon Podcast fans? This is Rose with Bright Rose Events. Here to announce we have a new subscription box for all your tingling sensations. Check out www.cratejoy.com and research dates in a box. Even wrestling fans need love too. And so you can get your wrestle on with the one you love. Have a date night delivered to your house every month for you and that special someone that's www.cratejoy.com searching dates in a box Oh, you said it, so I don't have to. All right. So, <laughs> let's, uh, let's uh, talk some SmackDown. Start off with some WWE stuff. Um, we're just going to go a couple of the highlights here. Uh, we have Bailey attacking Sasha again. Uh, so, Sasha is supposedly injured from the last attack. Oh, basically, like, same thing again. So, it's probably going to be a while before we see Bailey and Sasha wrestle, at least not Clash of Champions. Uh, big rumor is Bailey and Sasha at Hell in a Cell, so they can get a Hell in a Cell match on the two of them. So we'll see where that goes. And then uh, Roman and which fucking Uso is it? Jay Uso? Jimmy Uso? Jay? Jay Uso. Uh, versus Corbin and Sheamus in a street uh, fight. I- Honestly, I can barely tell the difference between the two. And then when I figure it out, I end up getting confused and again. So I just, it's a new so. So Roman and his cousin win the street fight. Um, they're really playing off the heel character of Roman, like being like all smiles to, you know, his cousin's face. And the second he turns his back, it's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you type of look. So, yep. But um, I will say for this, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what they do in their match at Clash of Champions. Because it's definitely something different that we haven't seen before. And I'm glad they're doing, you know, thinking outside the box instead of like the typical, 
Roman versus Strong, Roman versus The Fiend, Roman versus Corbin, Roman versus Sheamus. Oh. Speak, speaking of, I, I I know I sent you guys that they're doing that Roman's doing new ring attire. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't know all of what it's supposed to entail from what I read. All I know is he's not gonna wear like the vest thing anymore. From what I read, he's just gonna. I don't know what kind of pants he's gonna wear, but he's just gonna be wearing like pants and boots. He's not gonna be wearing like any upper. Huh. From what I read. And then they said that he's gonna get new music, but. Like this is all coming from like Roman. Like I guess he was on some like show or whatever. Um, he's they didn't necessarily say it would be on Sunday that they would change his music, but that it was coming soon. Is mm-hmm. all he said. I guess so really it could be Sunday. It could not. I mean, I think it's one of those things where like if you're gonna change your attire, why don't you just go ahead and change your music? Yeah. Like I understand you don't want to rush. Like he's doing a good job at like not rushing everything all at once. Yeah. But. I mean, I just wish he would gonna change, change one his thing, career, change play like basketball or something. <laughs> uh, anything to get away from like the the shield music and like the shield look. Like the shield is dead. The shield is never coming back. So, like, even if you reunite Rollins and Roman, you're still never gonna have the shield. So just completely separate himself from it which is what they should have done a long time ago i mean rollins did it mox mox did it um like completely different looks and everything so roman seems to be the only one that they stuck with the whole shield type thing so did moxley's not in the shield what's up moxley's not in the shield uh nope oh man Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, oh God. Right, so let's move on to Raw. I think that uh I think that I think that flu shot Carl said he took earlier was actually heroin. So just just pay him no mind. <laughs> well something. So, right. it was something. so uh Monday night raw we start off with retribution. Unmasked, kinda. At least unhooded. Um, all looking like freaking Bane out of Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> oh, man. And we get names like T-Bar and Slapjack and Mace. So, I want to yeah. go on a tangent since fucking Garrett went on one. I get to go on mine. So, I came up with three ideas for Retribution. One... WWE should bring back Halloween Havoc and then have segments where Retribution gets killed one by one, starting with the guy that had a Jason mask. Right? <laughs> right? You think that would be good? I, I'm I'm hundred percent for it. Go ahead. Let me hear let me hear number two. Uh, I can only huh? see this getting better. Alright. So um <clears throat> the other idea I had was have David Arquette come back as the leader of Retribution. Yes, yes, I'm I'm hundred right, thousand percent then, for that. <laughs> and then this is my last idea. Tell me what you think. All right, bring back Batista, John Cena, 
The Rock and CM Punk as the Ninja Turtles and Mick Foley as Master Splinter and have them take on Retribution. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. WWE creative, give me a call. I'm available. For <laughs> oh, oh good gracious. It's better than what they're doing now. So, I mean, <laughs> why not? You don't even need those four guys. Just bring back Dwayne Gill and his other tag partner. They got turtle suits already. <laughs> <laughs> the toxic turtles versus <laughs> versus retribution <laughs> wrestlemania made of that i'm calling it right now <laughs> oh my god oh <sighs> anything anything will be better than what they're doing now it's like it's like Dijakovic out there looking like freaking Bane, like he's about to go break Batman's back or something. <laughs> well, I mean, what pissed me off is like, you know how I feel about the Hurt Business, and it's like, <laughs> oh, you know, they're supposed to be this big bad thing, but then yet you're going to have them get attacked by Retribution yeah. and need... Uh, they're supposed to be a heel faction, but then you need all the faces to run out and save them, you know? Yep. I, I really didn't like that. Like that whole thing with <clears throat> like retribution, the hurt business. Like they, in all honesty, if you're gonna have the hurt business on Raw, retribution should have been put on SmackDown. Yep. I think putting them on Raw was a bad call. Well, they couldn't wear their cool mask with the fiend being on there. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. So <laughs> take the mask off. <laughs> They can wear the face paint they got on. I'm just, I'm just really disappointed. They're ruining Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I'm, I'm more disappointed. This is how Look, we get. There's no win here. I'm just disappointed. This is how we get Mercedes Martinez and Mia Yim on the main roster. Is part of like bullshit like this. And we don't even know what their fucking name is. It's probably gonna be. Uh... Like Tootsie and Roll. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) April and Irma. (laughs) Who the fuck knows? (laughs) T-Boz. Maybe it'll be Applejack. Maybe one of them will be Applejack. T-Boz and Left Eye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. man. I don't know. It's just like the names are stupid. Like... Really? You you couldn't just call them Dijakovic, Madden, and Thorn. Like you had to give them like stupid oh here's this guy's name is just like a crowbar. Let's call him let's call him T Bar. Yeah. And you this you're guy like is, uh, shit. This guy is Casey Jones if <laughs> he got raped by <laughs> <a> fucking Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Slapjack. <laughs> Vince, do you know what slap my jack? Vince, do you know what slapjack means? Yeah, it's that thing where you smack someone in the head. 
Slapjack. <laughs> Vince, that's not what Slapjack means anymore. <laughs> well, I don't care. It's still good shit. He can slap my jack any day. <laughs> but my, like, the biggest thing with this is why give them contracts? Like, it's okay. We're going to give, they gave us contracts so we would stop, stop attacking everybody. Like, it makes no sense to me. Because they're still like, oh, we're still going to attack everybody. We don't care. We want to take the WWE machine down. This is what we want to do. <sighs> they just need to kill it already. Take this whole retribution yep. idea, take it out back, put it in a dumpster, and set it on fire. Because essentially it is nothing more than a dumpster fire. Ridiculous. And then we get um, Andrade and Garza getting another tag title shot at Clash of Champions. What? Again? Yeah. Again. I I watched it again. I was like, oh my God. Like, there's no doubt that their matches are good and they're entertaining, but they wrestle every fucking week. Right. Maybe it's like some kind like, of COVID deal where they like agreed to wrestle each other for the remainder of fucking 2020 or something. <laughs> like, and then they put Umberto. But it's so funny now too. Like when you look at when you look at Raw tag teams, like there's like nobody fucking tag team wise on that show right no, now. No, because like it seems like they have no tag team. Oh, uh, yeah, what? The because hurt? they don't use. Yeah. They don't. They're not using because they can't use. Uh, the Viking Raiders, because fucking Ivar's injured. Uh, was it Eric? Ivar. Is it Ivar's injured. Ivar. Like, who else do they have? The they could, business. You could give us. Uh, any other tech? Yeah, but they're yeah. not using them. They're not using them for that. I want Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander going for the tag team titles. I agree. Or like Cedric Alexander and MVP, like something, like. I think Cedric and Shelton would be the best two options for a tag team for retro for um the hurt business. Like put them in the tag team title hunt. Like the hurt business should be out to capture all the gold on the raw brand. That should be their main purpose, their main like their main goal. They're businessmen. They're looking to make money. What better way to increase your paycheck than by becoming a champion. It's honestly any reason why. It's like they should not be going after the gold, like all the gold on the raw brand. Like MVP should have been given the US title, and Apollo um, Lashley should be in the hunt for the raw for the WWE title with Drew McIntyre. Yep. That's how it should be. Like, even even with that, it's like what two members of Retribution are we going to get that's going to go after the tag titles? It's probably going to be like freaking Dio Madden and Shane Thorne, which nobody really gives a shit about them. So, which is terrible because Shane Thorne was part of TM61, which was a phenomenal tag team, but they released his tag team partner and then put him on his own and he hasn't done shit since being put on his own. Yep. Terrible. Um... Oh, we got some raw underground. Braun takes out Dabakato. Hey, 
which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like that's pretty much aside from hurt business. Uh, Raw Underground is actually growing on me quite a bit. So those are like really the only two things I look forward to uh, watching Raw now. It's sad. Like, I feel like Raw Underground has been better than Raw lately. Yeah. The yeah. only thing I can do without is Shane running his mouth in the background. Yeah. Like, I don't need the concept. Ooh, ooh, oh, jab, jab. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, I took him down. Like, I can do without that. So. <laughs> <sighs> But how would you know? So the only idea. thing you missed is uh, the only other thing you missed on the on the notes was Rollins, uh, you know, claiming that uh, yeah, he, Ray's <laughs> daughter isn't his daughter. Yes, and if you follow us on Facebook, we had a nice little meme with uh, <laughs> uh with um, Aliyah's real father, <laughs> Juventud Guerrero. <laughs> So uh, Angie got herself some of that hoovy juice. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a perfect time to bring back hoovy. <laughs> you know that. Oh, yeah. so that was raw. Like that whole that whole segment with like Rollins and like where you're not the father, you know, Maury Povich shit was just like really we're doing this again. Like we did this 20 years ago. We're doing this again or 10 years ago, whatever, like 15 years ago, whatever. Like we don't need to do this again. We've already been through this. And we don't need to see it again. It's 2020. We don't need that. Uh, NXT kicked off with the women's battle Royal, which we saw Candice LeRae pick up the win in that. So she'll be going on to uh, the next takeover event to take on EO Shirai. And then uh, the only other thing, Noteworthy is uh, Kyle O'Reilly wins the Gauntlet Eliminator, and he'll be uh, going up against Finn Balor at the next takeover, NXT Championship. I am looking forward to that. Super psyched about that one. Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, else we got NXT UK. Uh, Walter dominates. Um, says he's ready for Dragonoff. Uh, Kaylee. Kaylee. Kay Lee Gray <laughs> retains over Piper Niven. Uh, we had some uh, heritage. That match is really good. Um, that match is really good. Pretty sure. Sounds like it would be a good match. Um, heritage yep. Cup announced. Uh, we have James Connors versus Dave Mastiff. Um, a wild card entrance versus Trent Seven. Flash Webster versus. Who's a kid? I have no idea. I saw the guy and I was like, I have no idea. It may just be kid. I have no idea. Okay. I know he just had, they said a kid. It's literally what it said around there, but I have no idea. Okay. Never heard um, of him. Alexander Wolf versus Noam Dar. Uh, so it's going to be six three minute rounds, 20 second breaks, two out of three falls, pin falls by submission, uh, falls by pin, submission, count out. Uh, fall occurs, round ends, uh, DQ or knockout ends the match. Sounds interesting. I thought it was, uh, yeah, I thought the rules were kind of interesting. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely something different. Oh. Right. That was kind of why I'm interested in it. And like, it's got really good people wrestling in it. Like, all those guys are good. I, I don't know the one guy, yeah. but 
all the rest of them I do, and I've watched all of them wrestle. Nice. So it'll be good. Maybe we should have um, one guy. Oh, by the way, speaking of NXT UK, um, Nigel McGuinness is on NXT UK. Yes, he hasn't yep. been on regular in NXT anymore. Well, he they put him he on NXT that, UK but... like last year. Oh, okay. I didn't. I thought he was yeah. on regular for a while too. But yeah, he's still. Well, doing he was. On he was too, on so. regular NXT, but when they started launching, getting bigger with NXT UK, they moved McGinnis over for commentary there. Gotcha. Um, the other thing is too with Dragonoff. Have you ever seen his finisher? Probably. It's been a while since I've seen him wrestle. It's like it's it's not it's so it's like it's like you're doing a spear, but he just uses his head as a missile. It's amazing. <laughs> That's got of like, this is awesome. <laughs> right. That was what I was thinking too. I was like, damn, my head would hurt. But yeah, that's his finisher. Oh, that was pretty cool. All right. So, um, but the guy Walter wrestled was fucking huge. Oh my god, that dude is huge. He was about as big as Walter. Damn. He still beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he still beat the shit out of him. That is insane. Right. Yeah, that guy was big. All right, so right, we uh, talk Clash of Champions now. Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions. Gold Rush. Gold Rush. So stupid. Yeah. All these like subtitles are so stupid. It's like it's a movie. They're sequels. When when do I get <laughs> when do I get Hell in the Cell? Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> Royal Rumble. Return of the King. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> All right. So cards been finalized, it looks like. So we're gonna kick it off here. Run down real quick. We got the WWE title match, which is now an ambulance match, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Universal championship match, Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso. Intercontinental Championship ladder match, Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn. SmackDown women's title, Bailey versus Nikki Cross again. Women's tag titles, uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler taking on the Riot Squad. Raw tag team titles, Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza once again. Raw women's title, Asuka versus Zelina Vega. U.S. title, Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Crews again. And SmackDown tag team titles, Cesaro and Nakamura taking on the Lucha House Party. Are we not doing picks? Oh, we are. I was just running down the card real quick. Oh, okay. All right, so we'll start off with uh, what they say was the kickoff. I think it was Oscar versus Zelina Vega. Really, on the kickoff? It was the kickoff match. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that's a kickoff match. Yeah, you know it'll probably be the best winning. match on the fucking card, huh? Yeah, but it'll probably be the best match on the card. Nah, uh, nah. Might be close. Mm-hmm. I bet you. Um, I mean, it's probably better Bianca than the tag Bell- team match. Bell- tag team match. I don't know. Oh, I've heard other stuff with Bianca Belair. You think she's doing something else? I've heard she might join the Hurt Business. Ooh. 
I've heard that she I, might I join the hope she, I hope she don't. Hope she don't. To go to go up to go with uh retribution since they have females. No, I hope not. Something I read. Damn it, Garrett. Um but yeah, Oscar's one You're of those. Night, dude. Give me Garrett, God damn it. Ruin ruin my shit. All right, so who you guys got for Raw Women's title? Asuka. Asuka. Or unless, what if, what if uh, she poisons her tampon and wins? <laughs> is it Priscilla Kelly is not wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Carl. Jeez, man. <laughs> right. So, pretty much unanimous across the board. Asuka retained. He's going to retain over Zelina Vega. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Cesaro Nakamura versus Lucha House Party. Uh, I think Cesaro and uh, um, um, Nakamura uh, retain. I'm uh I'm gonna say a Lucha House Party. It seems really? like they want to do something with them. Oh, I mean, fucking mm, yeah. Spot hadn't won. You know what they're gonna do with them? You know what they're gonna do with them? Lince Dorado is gonna beat up. Yep, Lince Dorado is gonna <laughs> beat him up. But uh, yeah, I'm going Cesaro and Shin. All right, U.S. title, Bobby Lashley, Apollo Crews. Lashley, Lashley. <laughs> Come yeah, on, Bobby, no. hit him with that most muscular. Yeah, pretty much unanimous with Lashley. <laughs> yep. Will this be the time? Will Will the Andrade and Garza finally win the tag team titles? Street Profits retaining. <laughs> yeah. This whole time, well, this whole time, I'm just trying to figure time. out which one of them's gonna turn on which one. <laughs> this whole time, I'm like, who knows, TJ? Oh my God, Carl! Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> for those of you listening um. as we're putting our our picks in here i am putting i'm putting them into our notes so we have them <laughs> so we don't have to like oh shit who'd we pick last week so so i've been putting us as tj h and gm so tj for tennessee jesus h for heat and GM for Gene Money. <laughs> so Carl just figured out who TJ was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that flu shot. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Carl, you picking Street Profits or? <laughs> uh, yeah, Street Profits are going to return. Yeah. I just started typing shit in here. I was like, yeah, he's probably going to pick Street Profits. I don't like the Street Profits, by the way. We're all picking um, the Street Profits. But, 
Yeah, I think they probably have them retained. So that uh, uh, they can get a rematch at uh, Hell in a Cell. <laughs> right. Probably. <laughs> All right. So, uh, women's tag team titles. Jackson Baszler versus Riot Squad. Uh, Jackson Baszler retains. I'm going Riot Squad. Um, as am I. I think this is where the and my prediction is that's going to be the worst match of the card. Oh yeah, more than likely. Yeah, that's that's a, a no brainer. It's got Nia Jackson as well. It's Nia Jackson. Yeah, the Riot <laughs> Squad didn't look too good in their last. Um... All you need to do, all you need to do for this match is write all Bailey. Bailey. <laughs> there ain't no way Bailey's in this match. Unless, uh, unless Carl thinks Nikki Cross is going to win. <laughs> no. I think uh, Alexa Bliss is going to cost her the match. Or Sasha. One of those two is going to get involved somehow. Uh, Intercontinental Championship ladder match. Jeff Hardy retained. Hardy. I'm going with Sami Zayn. Damn it, Carl. Oops. Man, Carl, you gotta, I had to go ahead and steal my pick. Dude, so. you can pick the same. Like, we got enough uh, different picks. Oh, oh I, I'm still picking Hardy. Jeez. You gotta <laughs> steal my shit. Fair dude pick Styles. He's your uh, fuck buddy, ain't he? Uh, I've had had sex with him, but um, he's <laughs> <laughs> not gonna win this night. Again, hit all Roman. If any of us are picking Jey Uso, there's something wrong with someone here. So, do you you think that Roman just like beats the hell out of him? Um, so he becomes like more of a heel, or do you think uh, Uso does the old? Uh, Kevin Nash and Finger Poke of Doom. Finger Poke of Doom. <laughs> I there's been so many rumblings that they're gonna put um the Usos with Roman again and make it like a heel Samoan faction on SmackDown. Um but I don't I don't know. Like if they really want to solidify Roman as a heel, having him beat the shit out of his cousin is the best way to do it. There's really, really not much, or, not much that they can do with that. Or Brock, Brock Lesnar comes out, beats the hell out of both of them. Roman turns back face. <laughs> uh, I don't see that one happening. I know, I'm just kidding. He's getting new ring attire, according to Garrett. So, uh, yep. We all, we, I guess we're all going to pick all on this one, too. <laughs> Ambulance match. Dude, McIntyre versus Orton. I know who's Carl picking. You know who I'm who picking. picking. He's picking. You're picking the same person as us. Yeah. Randy Orton. Yeah. 
They did this match specifically so uh, McIntyre wouldn't actually get pinned. Ortron. I put Ortron. <laughs> I saw that and I was cracking up. <laughs> Ortron. All right. So, yeah. So, I can see Orton finally picking up the title and then Edge has got to be coming back soon. Like within probably the next few months, I can see Orton carrying that title for a while and then dropping it to Edge, Edge getting a final run and go from there. All right, so that's going to wrap up our uh, WWE talk for this week. We're going to get into AEW. Uh, we had uh, the TNT title on the line with Orange Cassidy taking on Brody Lee. Uh, Brody Lee apparently had more trouble wrestling Orange Cassidy than he did with Cody. I don't understand that one at all, but um, uh, Brody Lee retained and uh, Cody returned with a fresh new look. No more blonde hair, Cody. We got black hair, Cody. A little bit of uh, different entrance music. So came in in a clean house on some Dark Order members. They all left and left number five in there by himself. Yep. And Cody just beat that. the shit out of him. And there's like 50 Dark Order members. They couldn't overtake Cody. Like, really? Apparently not. Terrible. Uh, we got FTR segment with FTR with the best friends um, setting up a match for next week for that. Uh, basically, FTR will be defending the titles in a 20 minute time limit. Um, if that the challenging team fails to defeat FTR in that 20 minutes, FTR automatically gets the win. That's usually how time on sword. But usually it ends up being like a draw or like a no contest. Due to well, time I mean, if you have if you have a title, it's like old school wrestling rules. If you have a title, like the yeah, and that's a yeah, exactly what they're doing. Yeah, the title don't so, change hands on the count out, and the title don't yep. change hands on uh, going over time, and the title doesn't change hands on disqualification. Absolutely. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. That should be a pretty good match. Uh, we had Thunder Rosa and Sheeta taking on the team of Ivelisse and Diamante. Uh, Rosa and Sheeta, of course, picked up the win over the two of them. Uh, then we had Mox versus Kingston, which this match initially was supposed to be Lance Archer versus Moxley. Or no, it was the, um, the six-man tag It was match. the six-man tag. Yeah, it was supposed to be the six-man right. tag match. Uh, Lance Archer um, actually tested positive for COVID. So they scrapped the six-man tag match and gave Eddie Kingston a title match instead. Yep. So, which looks like we are getting a – at the end of this match, it kind of looked like it set up a six-man tag match for next week, um, which we saw Will Hobbs come out after uh, Lucha Bros came out and attacked Moxley after Moxley beat Kingston. Uh, so the three of them were beating down Moxley – uh, Hobbs comes out and then uh, he starts getting beat down and then here comes uh, goddamn Darby Allen and his fucking skateboard um, out there to make the save with those three but thank god Ricky Starks made the uh, hit the ring and uh, speared uh, <laughs> speared Darby Allen so, hey, he's better than Orange god. Cassidy yeah. who's better than Orange Cassidy Darby Allen no uh, you shut your goddamn mouth. 
Or at least Darby Allen wrestles. He <laughs> can skateboard too. Shut your damn mouth. <laughs> but uh, the Mox Kingston match is pretty good. And the, the promo that Kingston had earlier in the night was pretty good as well. So it's nice setup for the two of them. Uh, let's see. So that's AEW. Quick notes for AEW Impact. Uh, we have a triple threat match, number one contender for the X Division title. It's Trey Miguel versus TJP versus Chris Bay. Uh, the winner took on Rajit. Um, immediately after the match, uh, Rajit hit the ring, rolled up Trey, who won the triple threat match, got a quick three count, and retained the title. Oh, it's like, yeah, awesome. Uh, let's see, we had Kimberly take on Susie. Uh, Kimberly, of course, had Deanna Prowse on her corner, Kylie Ray was with Susie. Uh, Susie wins after hitting the panic switch, panic switch, and then Deanna attacks Kylie after the match. Uh, good stuff there. And probably it was a good match, but not really what I wanted to see. Sammy Callahan taking out Rob Van Dam. Um, if RVD won, which he did, Katie Forbes got five minutes in the ring with Sammy Callahan. Uh, Katie Forbes is so fucking terrible. Like, she just needs to go away. But uh, she did get to her five minutes in the ring with Callahan. Callahan ended up pile driving Katie Forbes in the middle of the ring. So hopefully that gets us off, gets her off TV for a while, because I'm tired of seeing her skank ass you mean forever? on my TV, forever, forever and ever and ever and ever. Um, Jordan Grace uh, lost to to Neil Dashwood. She ended up picking up the one with the spotlight kick, and then uh, we close the show with Eddie Edwards getting jumped as he is leaving the uh, leaving the building. Awesome. Uh, let's see. United Wrestling Network started two weeks ago. So we're on episode two. Uh, first week had a bit of streaming problems. Uh, the second week I kind of watched after it premiered. It's not bad. It's like it's like watching NWA. So there's a lot of guys that I'm not familiar with. And there's some that, that I am familiar with uh, from watching NWA. Um, we have the first week, uh, a dude named Hammerstone, who I follow on, I believe it's Twitter, and I think he follows us as well. Dude was pretty good. Like, I was impressed. Like, first time I've seen him wrestle, and it was pretty solid. So, they defended the um, the West California or something championship title. I guess he's the inaugural champion for that promotion. So, it was, it was a pretty solid match. Uh, then we had the NWA World Title match, which has been building up for a while with Nick Aldis taking on Mike Bennett. Great matchup. Um, Aldis ended up retaining uh, with the Clover Leaf and Bennett, uh, which pretty much made Bennett pass out for that. And uh, the big highlight for week two was uh, Thunder Rosa defending the NWA title against Priscilla Kelly. Pretty solid matchup, of course, with Thunder Rosa retaining. Uh, then next week, uh, Aaron Stevens is defending the NWA national title against Trevor Murdoch. Oh, cool. So I'll definitely be looking forward to that one. So I'm sorry I misspoke. It's been a while since we talked about the NWA national title. It is the third degree national title. Third degree. I'm sorry. I apologize. Do you want to piss Aaron Stevens off? 
Do you I want don't to piss get, off Aaron Stevens? Do you want wait, 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 wait. Do you want do you want to get beat up by the question mark? Do you want no, to I, understand I, what karate is? I I cannot handle the question marks karate and like, I don't think I, you I want a Monrovian so. spike to the neck. Nope. Nope. The chin area. I don't I don't nope. think anyone does. Nope. I, I highly apologize. This is the third degree national championship. No. I, I highly apologize. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Ring of Honor is back as well. Um, the two new episodes last couple of weeks uh, with actual wrestling, great, no great clip show. shows. Uh, so great Lethal wrestling. and Gresham both advance in the ROH Pure title tournament on the first week. And then the second week was uh, David Finley and Matt Seidel advancing to the next round. So. All great matches, everyone. Absolutely, no. So definitely, it's it's great to see all this I stuff do, coming I, back. I would say the one so. thing I really like too about it is um, the kind of like hype stuff they do before, with like each guy kind of like talking about their pathway to and and yeah, all this stuff. I really like I really like that too. It kind of like builds so. towards the match. Absolutely, I'm I'm really I'm so psyched that wrestling's coming back. Like with the United Wrestling Network getting NWA back on there, um, the spotlight that NWA has been given on AEW, especially around Thunder Rosa, um, I'm really hyped about that as well. Um, like Thunder Rosa is pretty much like Women's Wrestler of the Year for 2020, like no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, Ring of Honor coming back. You got New Japan's in full swing with the G1. Like it's it's great. It's it's really great getting back to as a wrestling fan, uh, some sense kind of sense of normalcy. I mean, it's still it's the only company that has fans in attendance is AEW. Um, like actual live fans, most other places are still uh taking things day by day and either doing empty arena matches or limiting the amount of people coming in or doing like the Thunderdome thing that WWE is, but it's great yeah. to have to have all this wrestling back. Which, so, which by the by the way, with uh, UK NXT UK, they don't have fans at all on that stadium. Yeah, they I didn't think they would. I think it would it'd still be like yeah. the same feel as NXT. Right. Yeah, and they had, no, they they had nobody. Period. And it's probably it's guidelines weird. for because you got to think of how right. strict it's, the. I mean, it's fine. Like it doesn't really matter. I don't think it really takes anything away from it. Absolutely. The way not. that the way they kind of have the cameras in that in that place, you couldn't really tell anyone. Yeah, because Japan's the same way. Like everything in New Japan, there's nobody in the in the crowd. Yeah. I mean, which is all that different from a New Japan show anyway, because the the fans are usually more um, aren't as rowdy, I would say, as U.S. fans, and they they do react when they need to, but they're not constantly yelling stuff at the people in the ring. Um, like it's it's not like they have to make stupid chants like rest hold and you know she's a man. Yeah, they could do they could do what <laughs> we do and just Judy do like fantasy booking Judy and don't have any wrestles there at all. Must have some like I'm not afraid. The results. in my mind. <laughs> so yeah, but I'm I'm just glad we get all this wrestling back. So drink it in, man. All right, so that's our get in the ring segment. 
We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with, um, I actually don't have any points of articulation news. I couldn't find anything for this week. Um, so we'll skip over that and we'll go right into our, um, our pay-per-view fantasy bookings. We'll go over the results from the Twitter polls. And then of course we got the, uh, the theme of the week. All right. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. All right, y'all. So we are looking at, uh, like I said, I've got no points of articulation news. So we're going to jump right into our results for week two and week three for the uh, the fan bolt, the fan poll. So I'll see who had the better show. Uh, week two results, uh, Saturday night special, clocked in at five votes, uh, Heat Wave with one, and Money Shot with a big fat zero. What happened there, Money Shot? Well, let's just say people, I guess, didn't like my show. Yeah. The fans spoke. <laughs> and then, uh, week three, um, some of our fans figure out how to use the Facebook voting. So uh, Saturday Night Special <coughs> picked up family. three votes on Twitter. <laughs> they don't piss off our fucking listener race, dude. Damn, dude. <laughs> Carl picked up three votes on Twitter, two on Facebook, giving him a total of five. Um, Heat Wave with three votes on Twitter and Money Shot with two. So, again, uh, Money Shot is uh, holding up the rear. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, that brings our grand totals to Money Shot seven, Heat Wave eight, and Saturday Night Special 11. So, this is the, uh, the make or break. And if you guys are wondering, yes, I have been working on my singing voice over the past little bit because I am pretty certain I'm going to lose. You uh, gargling with some honey and um, all that Chris, fun stuff. Chris, how, it, how's buddy. your guitar lessons coming along? Well, <laughs> I said air guitar, man. Oh, air guitar lessons. Oh, gosh. Air guitar. I, Please, I can watch uh, some guitar. Those of you that don't know, um, Chris actually got first place in the Guitar Hero uh, contest on PlayStation 2 back in the day. Hey, man. I I can play some John the Fisherman. All right, so let's get into it. Let's get into our pay-per-views. Who wants to go first? I think I should go first. All right. Sure, why not? Probably would have helped if I had my notebook ready. That would help. <laughs> I mean, I can go first. I got mine I got ready. It, I got it, I got it, Okay, go ahead. Because I... I don't think I'll be able to follow it anyways, so I'll just go ahead and fill all the votes right off the bat. <laughs> wow. All okay, right. go ahead. So my pay-per-view is called 
second helping. And it's coming at you live from Memphis, Tennessee. And we open uh, the show with a musical act, uh, just like we always do. And it's your Memphis Zone Project Pat. Does his uh, his summer song Baller, uh, then followed uh, it up with Chicken Head, just to get the crowd hype. Um, the first match opens up. We see MJF and uh, his new found friend Eddie Guerrero. Um, uh, MJF is versing Cody Rhodes with Eddie Guerrero in this corner. Uh, it's you know your typical classic wrestling match between MJF and Cody Rhodes, except for at the end, Eddie Guerrero distracts referee as he slips MJF some brass nuts, um, and MJF hits Cody Rhodes and picks up the uh, one two three. Um, and at the end, you know Eddie Guerrero's like, "That's right, baby, you got a lot of teeth and steel." Um, the second match. We see the debut, I think. Uh, I'll have to go back and look at my <laughs> But we get the debut of Diamond Dallas Page on Saturday Night Special. Uh, as he takes on the superstar, Bill Dundee. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page picks up the victory after hitting Bill Dundee with a diamond cutter. The next match... Uh, and what m- many people might argue might be the showstopper uh, of the match. Uh, we see the tag team of Rob Van Dam and Sabu versus Texas Jack and Terry Funk in a tables match. And this tables match is elimination style, so you have to put both opponents through the table to, to win the match. Uh, Sabu eliminates Terry Funk by jumping over the top rope, over the guardrail, into the fans um, on Terry Funk at a table that's set up there. Um, Mick Foley and Robin Dam actually got into a fight and actually made it out to the arena into the concession stand. And Mick Foley hit um, Rob Van Dam with a power bomb through a condiment table, getting mustard ketchup uh, and relish everywhere. Then uh, Cactus Jack and um, Sabu, uh, you know, get together because they're both separated uh, by distance. They finally find each other, start fighting, brawling. Uh, they make it over to a side stage area, set up three tables. Um, Sabu and Texas Jack climb on top of a scaffold uh, and they both seem to throw each other off and they both collide going through the table. Uh, the commentary is kind of confused who won this match. Bill Alfonso is arguing that uh, Sabu wins because he landed on top of Texas Jack and the referee decides with Bill Alfonso. So uh, Rob Van Dam and uh, Sabu pick up the victory there. Uh, and the, the audience is chanting holy fuck the whole time that match is going on. Uh, how do you follow up a match like that? Why you book the match that everyone wants to see and Charlotte Flair versus Tessa Blanchard is next. Uh, Charlotte uh, Flair at the end of the match gets Tessa in the figure eight and you think she's going to win. But nope, Tessa gets 
over to the ropes uh, to end it um, with a rope break and then hits uh, Charlotte Flair uh, with that DDT to pick up the pick up a victory. Um, and then their next match is a eight-man tag team match. We see CM Punk teaming with Arn Anderson, Floyd Brunchard, and Ric Flair. Is CM Punk going to be the fourth member of the Four Horsemen? We don't know, but they're taking on Jerry the King Warrior, Eddie Gilbert, Tommy Rich, and Brian Christopher. Um, the match is coming toward the end when Ric Flair has Jerry the King Lawyer and a figure four. Uh, Jerry the King Lawyer then reverses it and puts Flair in a figure four. CM Punk comes in and he's looking at Flair, he's looking at Jerry the King Lawyer, and he goes and kicks Ric Flair in the head, but then he also goes and pins Jerry the King Lawyer. But that sets us up for CM Punk not being a member of the Four Horsemen. He's kind of a rogue guy, and people are still questioning who's going to be that fourth member of the Four Horsemen to team up with Ric Flair, Hilda Blanchard, and Arn Anderson. Uh, and then that gets us to our final uh, match of the night, the one everyone wants to see, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin for the number one contendership for the Jerry King Lawyers world title. It starts off with a brawl before the match even takes place. Uh, them ended up fighting, uh, you know, pretty much all over the stands. They finally make their way into ring. We get the bell, um, and then uh, in the spot in the match, um, they both go back outside the ring again. And The Rock puts uh, Code in the rock bottom to the announce table. Uh, but he has a dilemma because he has to get Sun Code back in the ring before the 10 count. So he gets uh, Sun Code back in the ring before the 10 count. Uh, goes for the 10. Sun Code kicks out. So he goes for the people's elbow. Austin counters the people's elbow and hits him with a center out of nowhere and picks up the victory. Sun Code Steve Austin is your number one contender. And that is second helping. Awesome. <laughs> I love the pay-per-view name. <laughs> oh, that's great. But uh, I don't know where Carl or um, Garrett went. Uh he probably know he's gonna lose, so he uh forfeited. He week. gave up. <laughs> <laughs> he gave up. Like, I quit. <laughs> I can't follow that. <laughs> it's like I'm done. I already know a couple of curses matches. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, awesome. All right. So I guess, um, we'll just get, man, what the hell? There you are. Man, I thought you gave up. No, I was like, I I heard it. And then like, I came back and started talking and then you're like, Oh, he can't go. I don't hear him. Like, well, fuck. <laughs> we, we thought you gave up, man. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't give up. Well, I, feel, like, no, I can't follow that. <laughs> I mean, I'll just have to see. All right. So you want to go next or you want to go last? I was going to go last since I'm already in last place. I may as well go last. 
Dude, stop, last... stop trying to get the damn sympathy votes. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go last. I guess I'll go last. It's my fucking, my fucking little sing next week anyway. <laughs> fucking damn it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, Heat Wave presents a brawl to remember. We want to thank Cold for our theme song, No One. So, tonight we're going to lay it on the line as every title is up for grabs. Will the Demon Bunny be able to fend off the Divas of Doom and the beautiful people and walk out with the tag team titles? Mia Yim looks to take the television title off of Casey Carlisle in a no-rules-anything-goes parking lot brawl. And in the main event, Jordan Grace defends the Heat Wave World Championship in a triple threat falls count anywhere match against Gail Kim and Awesome Kong. With the amount of bad blood in this match, the arena may not be able to contain these three women. Tonight will definitely be a brawl to remember. Right, so it's time for our opening contest. The beautiful people make their way to the ring. First being carried out on golden thrones by what looks to be a bunch of Chippendale dancers. <laughs> the number one contenders. I love it. <laughs> the number one contenders are out next and not to be outdone. Beth Phoenix and Natalia Neidhart look to be taking a page from the Road Warriors book and are making their way to the ring on motorcycles complete with pink and black spiked shoulder pads. But the lights have gone out in the arena and fog has begun rolling in. No, folks, it's not The Undertaker. As the sounds of Marilyn Manson's version of Sweet Dreams blares to the arena, a flash of fire on the stage bursts into flames as the tag team champions Rosemary and Allie, collectively known, collectively known as Demon Bunny, make their way to the ring. So this is a tag team title, Tornado Rules Elimination Match. So the Divas of Doom are eliminated first after being double teamed by Demon, Demon Bunny and the Beautiful People. Uh, Rosemary hits the wed riding, the red wedding on Natalia, eliminating the Divas of Doom. But uh, Demon Bunny retains, despite an interference attempt from Madison Rain, who ends up getting put through a table at ringside. Um, Allie hits velvet with the alley valley driver for the three count and demon bunny walks away as the heat wave tag team champions the same way they walk tonight uh, next up we have a number one contenders match for the world championship we have trish stratus taking on taya um it's time to rock and roll trish and taya won a tag team match on last week's edition of heat wave given the opportunity to fight for the number one contendership for the world championship. Uh, Trish is out first. No glitz or glamour tonight. She's all business. Lights out. Spotlight is on Taya. And she makes her way to the ring. Don't be mistaken, though. Once that bell rings, she is all business. And she proved that tonight. Taya defeated Trish after reversing a stratosphere attempt and sending Trish down the road to Valhalla for the three count. So Taya is your new number one contender and will take on the winner of our triple threat main event match tonight. Um, next up, we got a tag team match. Uh, Twisted Sisters, Thunder Rosa, and Holiday taking on Shotzi Blackheart, Ruby Riot, the Punk Rock Riot. 
Uh, Twisted Sisters make their way to the ring draped in dark shrouds. Off go the veils and we see the painted faces of Thunder Rosa and Holodead as they await their opponents. Shati and Ruby make their way to the ring on Shati's mini tank and the crowd is loving it here, folks. And they may have just started a riot in the arena tonight. But unfortunately, that riot did not help them as the Twisted Sisters picked up the win after a hard-fought battle. Thunder Rosa hit La Rosa Driver on Ruby for the three. Big win for Twisted Sisters, and this surely has to put them back in the hunt for the Tag Team Gold. Speaking of Tag Team Gold, let's hear from the current Tag Champs, Rosemary and Allie, as we send it backstage. Allie starts off by saying that they walked in as champs and are walking out as champs. We outlasted two of the best teams on the roster, and Rosemary takes over, says the bunny is right. We claim that victory and sacrifice the Divas of Doom and the beautiful people to appease the darkness. But what we did tonight, let what we did tonight be a warning to any team that tries to take these titles from us. You're walking into hell with us in that ring, but we're going to be the only ones walking back out. Let's go, Bunny. This meat suit needs refueling. All right. So next up, we have parking lot brawl for the television championship as Casey Carlisle defends against Mia Yim. No fancy ring gear or entrances in this one, folks. These two women just want to beat the hell out of each other. But Casey Carlisle is unable to overcome the onslaught of Mia Yim as she just was brutalized in this parking lot brawl in a desperate move Mia hit a huge pile driver off the cab of a truck putting Casey through a table to get the three count and become the new television champion next up we have Asuka taking on Ember Moon Asuka all business tonight looked to add her name in the world title conversation as she made quick work of Ember making her tap with the Asuka lock and then our main event, the World Championship Triple Threat Falls Count Anywhere match. Jordan Grace versus Awesome Kong versus Gail Kim. Jordan Grace retained after hitting the fall from Grace on Gail Kim on a street corner somewhere downtown. Um, awesome Kong was taken out early in the match um, after Gail left her handcuffed to a car outside the arena. So Jordan Grace hops at Uber back to the arena to celebrate retaining the world championship title and she will go on for next pay-per-view next month to take on Taya. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to a brawl to remember. Am, am I here? You're here. Oh my God. It didn't cut out. Look at that. Hey, I forgot to I forgot to add on mine that um, my my show was brought to you by the video game uh, Saturday Night Special Falls Count, available on PlayStation and N sixty four, sold exclusively at Kmart. <laughs> I love it. Oh, awesome. All right, let's hear, let's right. hear what all money shots got to offer. All right, let's get this crappy show out of the way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <clears throat> all right, I feel like my show has got the most detail from what I've listened to so far. 
But uh, let's get this going. All right. So my pay-per-view, Grand Designs. Starts the match off. Uh, Fatal 4-Way, number one contender match. Uh, Nick Aldis versus Keith Lee versus Shawn Michaels versus Adam Cole. Uh, the match starts slow, um, but then Aldis, Shawn Michaels, and Adam Cole quickly figure out that they need to take Keith Lee out. So they do just that. Um, then uh, Cole gets out of the gets out of the ring and pulls out a kendo stick and starts beating the shit out of Aldis and Shawn Michaels with it. Um, while both men are down, he brings in a table and props it in the corner. He goes to pick up Shawn Michaels to put him through the table, but Keith Lee gets back in the ring after being out for a while and destroys destroys Michaels and Cole ends up throwing Michaels out of the ring and then he picks Cole up and puts him through the table with a powerbomb he goes for the pin but is broken up by Aldis Aldis puts the lead into the Cloverleaf then gets sweet chin music to the face Michael pins Aldis to get his shot at the world championship match 2 is Edge and Christian versus the Outsiders for the world tag team championships uh, Christian and Nash start the match off uh, Nash shows off his power, throws him around the ring. Um, Nash and Hall make frequent tags, beat down Christian. Uh, Hall goes for a suplex, but gets countered into a DDT. Uh, Christian ends up tagging an edge with a hot tag and starts throwing blues at Hall. Edge knocks Nash off the apron and hits Hall with education for two counts. Edge goes for a spear, but misses and runs into the ring post. Hall makes tag to Nash. Next, Nash knocks Christian off apron and then hits Edge with a jackknife powerbomb to pick up the win and retain their tag team championship. A women's title match is Mercedes Martinez versus Becky Lynch. Martinez comes out manhandling Becky because she is pissed the hell off. She shows off her power and wears down Lynch with... Um, yeah. Martinez... Gets Lynch down into a chokehold. Uh, Becky gets out and starts to heat up. Hits Martinez with some elbows and then a drop kick. Becky tries to put Martinez into the disarmor, but Mercedes Martinez goes and hits a modified air raid crash to pick up the win and the title to become your new women's championship. Women's champion. My match four is a U.S. title match with sees Kenny Omega versus Kota Ibushi versus Shelton Benjamin. The match starts with each guy showing each other how to do a German suplex. They're German suplexing each other back and forth. Then they get bored of that, and then they start doing dragon suplexes. Finally, Shelton throws Ibushi out of the ring so he can beat down Kenny. Shelton shows his technical abilities and locks in an ankle lock trying to tap Kenny out. Ibushi breaks up the match. Abushi picks Shelton up and hits a Golden Star Powerbomb. Tries to go for a pin, but is met by a V-trigger to the back of the head. And Omega goes to pin Abushi and does, and retains his U.S. title. Then I have my match five, which is a no disqualification, no rules, no nothing. Seth Rollins versus Naito. Rollins comes down to the ring with a chair, uses it to beat the hell out of Naito. Rollins goes under the ring and pulls out a lead pipe 
goes to hit Naito, but he ends up reversing it. Naito hits a dropkick on Rollins. Naito picks up the pipe and starts going after Rollins' knees to wear it out his legs. Then Naito gets up a table in the ring and tries to throw Rollins through it with a suplex. Rollins hits Naito with a low blow, a pipe shot to the head. Naito is now busted open, bleeding like a, a government mule as some old man used to say. Rollin picks up Naito and hits Naito with a powerbomb through the table, gets a two count. Rollins brings out thumbtacks and spreads them in the ring. He tries to throw Naito through them, but gets reversed into a, gets reversed into Gloria, which is one of Naito's moves. Uh, Rollins looks like, Rollins looks like a pincushion because he gets thrown into the thumbtacks. Naito then hits Rollins with a Destino to pick up the win. And then my match six is AJ Styles versus Finn Bauer for the World Championship. Uh, Finn Bauer cashing his money shot title to get his shot at Styles. Bauer, of course, is sporting the demon Finn look and is ready for a fight. He takes it to AJ with his aggression. Uh, Bauer. Ooh. Bala goes for a drop kick, but is met with an elbow into a Pele kick. Styles then hits a backbreaker and gets a two count for a pin. Styles then tries for a Styles clash, but Finn gets gets out and hits AJ with a sling blade, then drop kicks him in the corner. Finn then goes up to the top rope and tries to hit a coup de gras, but Styles gets up and goes for a, goes for a, um, a suplex off the top rope. Finn ends up beating down Styles off the rope to knock him down flat so he can hit a coup de gras and pin Styles to become your new world champion. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Money Shot. Yay! <laughs> a, little, a lot of detail there, buddy. Yeah. I I did some detail. Try to do Chris on this one, huh? <laughs> I did. I was like, I, I started listening to y'all saying, I was like, damn, I did more fucking detail than y'all did. Jeez. <laughs> I ran out of time, so I had to modify. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. I just started like, I, I, well, I got to a point where I just had to end some matches because I, I, I wrote down all my matches and I was like, damn, I don't have enough room to write in this little space I Dude. got. Better start ending it. <laughs> Dude, don't, don't, don't start the war, though, because Chris will be here writing everything down play by play. Like, oh, those are into the rope. <laughs> Coming back. <laughs> it's good. Hey, he'll be, he'll be paying, like, fucking, uh, fucking Jim Ross or something to be commentator with him. <laughs> We're all here. <laughs> My God. My God. <laughs> I hope there's a wardrobe malfunction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's great. All right. So the rest is up to you guys. Uh, We will post a poll up on Twitter and, of course, on Facebook. So go ahead and cast your vote for who you thought had the best pay-per-view to end our first month of the WrestleGeddon Wrestling Federation um, next week, the person with the lowest amount of votes will be singing some karaoke, which would be 
randomized in the random Tron 5000 from the list of songs that we have compiled. Um, the person who is singing does in fact get one veto. So if it is a song that they absolutely do not want to do, they can veto that song, but they have to do whatever comes up next. So if that song if is worse than the song, first one, if you veto a song, you're a pussy. <laughs> hey, you say that, no right? vetoes. You're be... oh. I, I, Hey, look, if I have to sing, I touch myself at night, you know, whatever I'll, I'll sing it, whatever. This is what it is. <laughs> so, but you do get one veto. Um, like I said, you have to sing whatever comes up next. The song that is done for that week will be removed from the list. So will not be done again by anyone else who loses the following month. And we'll keep going from there. We'll add songs to the list where needed. But go ahead and vote for those. Let us know who had the better show. Um, and that's going to wrap up another edition of the Russell Getting Podcast. We will leave you, as always, with the theme of the week. This week it is Garrett's pick. Uh, so we'll get to that. We'll run through here um, in a second. Um, shout out to some of our podcast friends, uh, the Run In Podcast. Go ahead and give them a listen to uh, wherever you listen to your podcast at, of course, the Chick Foley Show, uh, Wrestling with the Reality. The uh, major wrestling figure podcast who gets enough publicity as it is. Go ahead and listen to those guys. Um, yeah. So that's going to be pretty much it. Uh, Garrett, what you got? Theme of the week. So, um, my neighbors are probably going to hate me here in a minute because I can't announce this theme song without actually doing something first. So, uh, uh, what I'm, what my theme song is this week, it's, it's a very, uh, it's one of my, Probably top 10 wrestlers of all time. I've uh, met said wrestler in person. And the said wrestler is That's my theme song. My neighbors are going to come down here. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know it's 11.30 at night? Pretty much. <laughs> and tell, tell them fuck you're recording the Ruffleggedon podcast and I'll understand. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's what you're doing? Okay, I understand. Tell, Thanks. Tell well, me, um, we'll we'll, we'll be sure to listen to it tomorrow when it drops. Hit <laughs> <laughs> oh, up Ruffleggedon Pod on Twitter and vote for my show. Money shot. <laughs> don't vote for Carl. <laughs> don't vote for Carl. You see Carl's name on it, don't vote for it. You got you got too many votes already. <laughs> He's got too many votes already. <laughs> so oh god. The, that's the question. So like if Garrett gets like a hundred votes this week, does he win? <laughs> You'll all know why. <laughs> hey, what's I'll that? Make, I'll make like like Hey, look, I'll make like a hundred Twitter pages just to vote. Hey, uh, Garrett, who, who's that hot porn star you told me to search earlier? <laughs> Garrett, that hot porn star? Remember at work? You uh, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember this said conversation. You remember that hot porn star? Dude, I don't remember <laughs> said conversation. I think you're making Sorry, stuff we, up. We lost Carl. <laughs> We lost Carl. He was talking bullshit. (laughs) 
Oh man, so. But yeah, I don't know if he's gonna get. You guys are getting get on back in time. Mi- so. <laughs> you guys are getting Mr. Anderson's TNA theme. It's awesome because he's awesome. Awesome. All right, and that's gonna that's gonna wrap us up for another week of the WrestleGeddon podcast. Um, as always, like you said earlier, follow us on Twitter, WrestleGeddon Pod with one D. Vote for which pay per view that you like the best this week. Um, follow us on Instagram at WrestleGeddon Pod with two Ds. Facebook.com slash WrestleGeddon Podcast with one D as well. Uh, you can also pick us up now on our new hosting site um, at WrestleGeddon Pod dot captivate dot fm uh, where you can stay up to date and see all the latest episodes as they are published right there on captivate's website um yeah so that's it um on behalf of myself chris the heat matthews garrett g money mon and girlfriend carl just stop talking I'm trying to oh, vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah, Carl. I think I remember him telling us about that. I, am. I think it was um. And on that, and on that note, later, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said her name was Summer Hart. I think I think that's what it was. Oh God! Guys, <laughs> <laughs> <That's right>. terrible. <laughs> I'm Chris Heat Matthews. He's Garage Money Mun, and that's Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Thank you all for listening. This is episode 60 of the Wrestle Again Podcast. We'll check you all next week. Later, Marks. If you close that. From the two guys by the gas station. <laughs> Uh. It's all good. They sterilize their needles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Awesome.